What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 19 of Call to the Bullpen presented by Capital Sports Media Network. From high school to the pros, CSMN is the capital region's home for everything sports. I'm CSMN senior baseball correspondent, David Payne. Let's play ball. I got Adam Mikaleshko here joining me now. Uh, you might have read about him in my Tri-City Valley Cats blog. We met at the tryout there. What's going on, man? Hey, Ben. How are you doing, dude? And I'm proud that you I know you asked me how to properly say the last name, but uh, a lot of people still screwed up after asking, so you're good. <laughs> well, I had to practice a few times, so I got it right uh, when we started recording. Uh, <laughs> you are playing in the Empire League now, yeah? Yeah, yeah. That's where uh, I got after the tryout of the Valley Cats. Um, from what he, uh, it was what, Coach Joe Gavin, Gannon, that, that's his name. Very cool guy. Yeah. He uh, took me aside and was like, listen, you know, I want to stick you here just because you're young. Um, you know, you know, you do well there. You're going to get called up right away. And uh, so, yeah, it's been it's been a process. It's been, it's been cool to see this as my first professional year, just like kind of learning the ins and outs now, like developing myself. Yeah, first year in pro ball, real learning experience there. So take me through, take me, so we'll start at the beginning. Start with the, the Valley Catch tryout, right? Yeah. How did you, how did you find out about the Valley Catch tryout? You know, how did you prepare for that? How was Man, your experience was, there? Yeah, it was, it was crazy, dude. Like I'm trying to, so it was last, I mean, I, I'm going to date it back to, you know, during COVID year. I mean, you know, I I graduated from Penn State with broadcast journalism. So the goal was to be on TV and, uh, in sports entertainment, but like, I never, I, I never gave up baseball. I didn't care. You know, like I know I'm good enough and like, it's just, it was just the process. And then when COVID happened, screwed up a lot of opportunities uh, for my degree. And I knew that I, you know, I was never going to go on baseball. Like if I had a job, I was going to find a way to try to do baseball, like still play and see what happens. Cause I'm, you know, we're still so young, but uh, yeah, the last summer um, I ended up pitching in this adult league at state college um, had some good, you know, good talent on there just because I, I believe we were like first, um, league to open up in the country. I, I don't want to, I mean, don't quote me on that, but that's what I was told at one point. But I mean, he brought in really good t- talent, like draft prospects, some D1 guys and whatnot. It was cool. And so I pitched against them, did really well. We won the championship. Um, and then I got some, you know, buzz on my name, I, f- I felt like, uh, some talking, uh, some, you know, uh, there was a guy who I know, um, and he was a scout that he, and I didn't know that until he talked to me about it, but like, not saying like you know he was interested in signing me or anything just you know was telling me some cool stuff and like he lo- and really enjoys watching me pitch and got some comments so i was like shit i was like this is a good opportunity <laughs> i was like let's keep rolling with it so um after that after last summer really never stopped um i was you know going a little all all year and then i found this i was just doing some research to see how i could properly like, train my arm you know for whatever season was coming up this this fall or this you know this summer and i started in december i found this eight week program uh, online, I found I was I think with Alan Yeager, uh, you know Jager or Yeager band. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he designed that, and uh, yeah, eight weeks straight, just kept throwing like pretty much every day, and uh, I felt like this, this is the most ready I've ever felt. I know I, I know my speed went up. I, I like I was like shit. I was like I'm doing this on my own. Like I I knew I needed some help. Like you know to try to get harder, but I was like I'm doing it right now, so it worked. And then um, I was and then I was debating or trying to figure out what I should do. Um, 
and then I was t- back back home. My mentor back home that I that I talked to outside of baseball. Um, he, uh, I was telling him I was, uh, was one of my friends. He plays in the in, uh, independent baseball, like Frontier, and I think he's in the Atlantic League now. But he told me about uh, you know this trial cut for the Valley Cats, Trusty Valley Cats, and I was like, I was like interested. I thought it was in Ohio at first. <laughs> I like misread this whole thing, so I was like, I'm going to Ohio. I'm going to do it. And then I was debating on whether I was going to do it or not. And then. I was like, maybe, I was like, give me one more year. I'll be ready. And my mentor was like, dude, just do it. He was like, you know, you have no, you know, you know, what ha- it was the worst I'm going to say no. And I was like, you're right. So did it perform very well. I mean, I, you remember that day that was insane that day. Like, um, you know, I didn't know the whole process going into that. So the tryout, you know, there's, I don't even know how many pitchers there were, but was, I know there was a lot and, yeah. and it, they told us to warm up right away. And so I, I mean, like you just said, you know, before we went on that, you know, it takes you like an hour and a half to warm up. So that's exactly what I did. Yep. And, and, you know, we did my whole routine and I'm long tossing. Everyone's waiting for their turn. I'm the last guy throwing. And then, you know, what, two, three hours later, it was like, yeah, they I, were like, okay, now I, keep going. I think I wrote in the blog actually about how you had been sitting there cold for about two hours. That was insane. Um, like, so I was, I was warm at that point. I was so warm going like mm-hmm. after I was finished. And then two, three hours, I was like, shit, how do I get like ready again? Like, <laughs> I did, like it blew my mind. And then, uh, that Will- Willie, um, I forget his last name that he was with the Ori- Orioles organization. I found yeah. that out after, but he pitched a little uh, earlier and then I was talking to him and he was giving me some, you know, help me out with like, you know, just little things to warm up. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to try my best. And then my friend, Jake LaFountain, he, he was two pitchers previous to me. He's on my team in this league. It was so really? like, and he's, he's 19. He's freaking awesome. Like, it was so funny. Like, um, cause he, uh, he was asked to stay or after, so after we pitched, you know, we both did very well. And, uh, the coach asked us to stay. There was, I think there was like five guys asked to stay. And, uh, yeah, Jay, and I don't know who he, he, he told me specifically, you know, what I just said that he told me to go to the empire league and, you know, uh, you know, then, you know, you do good. You're going to get called up right away. And, um, I mean, I, I don't know if he's cut my his eye on me or what, but uh, Jake's been in my league and I've, I met him here uh, again when we came out for the spring training part of this. And uh, yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. Like, I'm so happy for Jake. Um, so I was happy to meet a good friend and now we're close. So yeah, now yeah, I'm here. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's one of like the good things about those events, right? It's like, even if you don't get a contract with the Valley Cats that day, like they're mm-hmm. set up with connections and you're networking. I mean, I, yeah. you know, I wasn't even, I wasn't in the trial. I was there covering the trial and we're sitting here talking on a podcast now Seriously, just, you, just because we crossed paths and, and started talking to each other. You so never that, know who you're going to meet. That's my mindset yeah. on everything. Like you, that's why I would say show respect to everyone. Cause you never know who the, you know, that person is like, remember Dan, the uh, older gentleman yeah. that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I still have to get him on the podcast. I think you were too, but uh, yeah, I got his email. I got to hit him up still. Yeah. Yeah, I messaged him a couple of times. It's just when baseball happened, it got really, you know, really crazy. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, it was, it's been an interesting process so far. I mean, uh, I've been I've been happy to meet people, you know, like learning, you know, more and more about the game. Yeah. So the the Valley Catch tryout was the beginning of May, mm-hmm. and the Empire League tryout was what the start of June, like the second week. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So right after the Valley catch trial, um, went back to that adult league just to, cause I was already, I was ready to pitch and my dumbass decided, I don't know if we're allowed to curse. So sorry about that. Oh, but yeah, go, go my, 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 like, I was like, I knew I was like, I'm going to go in there and a the pitch count. I'm going to be smart about this. I went in there probably throwing, you know, mid high eighties. Probably I would say, I'm not going to over-exaggerate probably like 86, I would say 87. 
Um, cause that's where I'm at right now, but from as the a left side though, from the left side, very good. right. And, um, what am I trying to say? Oh, so yeah. So I pitched in this adult league game and I ended up like, it was, uh, I considered it a no hitter. It was a no hitter. Um, it was, uh, I mean, it was only seven inning game, but, um, there, there was, I don't know. And I, I believe they did mark it an error. Cause there was the only thing I ever, that I potentially gave up as a hit was a big blooper to second. And I think there were, and I know the guy dropped it or they, there was someone called each other off and they just kind of looked at it. And I think they felt bad. I don't know if they marked that in there. Oh, <laughs> I'm calling it, I'm calling it a, or a, a no hitter. Uh, I think so I had, I know I had 14 strikeouts that day, uh, uh, four walks, no 12 to 14. Yeah. It was, it was around there. And then four walks. And then um, I was like, this is awesome. Like this is a great start, but I also pitched mm-hmm. 90 pitches and I took myself out of the game. Cause I was like, I'm getting a little tired now. And I was dumb of me to have done that. Uh, Cause I only should have been realistically on a 50, 60 pitch count, but I was just in the zone. I was like, I didn't want to take myself out of the game. Right. When you're feeling it, you never want to come out then. No, you're right. But then, yeah. So then um, after that, I, uh, I know I gave myself a little like couple, like a, or like a week break just to relax my arm then, and then got right back into it. And then that spring training slash trial thing. I thought it was just, I thought we were, like we got invited to it, but I thought it was already guaranteed we were on, but I don't, I, I still don't know if that was true or not, but I mean, I, I performed decent there. I wouldn't say it was my best stuff, but, uh, cause that spring training was interesting too. It was almost like a Valley catch tryout, like, you know, waiting the waiting uh-huh. process. Yeah. So, so we were told to get there for two, got there for two. And then I noticed that the hitters were still going on. Cause it was that, it was some, I think the PBR per, or what is it? Pro baseball, whatever, or like uh, prep baseball, prep, whatever prep they're baseball called. They do. Yeah. 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 They're yeah. The high school college thing or whatever. And, uh, so they were there, but I noticed that they were still going a little later. So, uh, they said that, you know, start getting ready around like two 33 ish. And I was like, all right. So I, I know I got, it was like around two thirty two forty five. I started getting ready and then I'm noticing that it's still taking forever. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And I was like, here comes this situation again. And, and then they, and then they're giving out numbers on when we're going to be pitching. Cause I think there was like, only like 30, I think there was 37 pitchers to have pitched here. Um, really? How many guys yeah, total would you say there were? Oh, um, probably about 150, 200. And that's, uh, that's to fill how many teams? So this, usually there's, I think there's six or seven teams in this league, but because of COVID there were some states who couldn't uh, guarantee them, you know, areas. So there's only four teams right now in this league. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So, and there's not that, I mean, so I, mean, I don't know if every pitcher made, I think a couple got cut. Um, but I mean, it's, I, so I don't know if that was a big win on making it or not. I mean, I would take it as all right, but, uh, yeah, when I, when I did it, um, I know it was like, so I got ready an hour and a half and then, you know, took my hour and a half and then, you know, they weren't even near ready yet. I, it was like four hours later, I finally got warmed up again and like went in the throw. So like, uh, you know that I was like I was like geez my arm is like tired like I've been trying to loosen up and right it was crazy so I didn't even pitch my best that day I felt like I I felt like ever since that day I pitched a no hitter I haven't even pitched good up in, like I think I think it was my best day just because my arm was health like my arm was like you know like not tired like you know just right. throwing a lot then you were really so good then yeah but I mean that's how that went found out I made it I was like sweet let's go and yeah now we're here <laughs> so after the the spring training tryout, they had a draft, right? Is that, is that how it, that they works? There was supposed to be a draft, but from what I'm understanding about it, uh, is that it was kind of like, the, I guess throughout the whole thing, these coaches were already like kind of deciding who were on teams. 
So the yeah. last day they were, you know, it was kind of like anxious, like nerve wracking. Cause I, I mean, I don't know about this league and uh, they were like, yeah. Um, they were, they were like, uh, well, you'll, you'll know about, you'll know tomorrow if you made a, a team or not, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and they had like their, your reports on like the side of like the dugout or whatever. And then uh, my Jake actually happened to check the uh, website and he was like, Oh, you're, you're, you're my name's on here. And I was like, sweet. That means we made it. And you're we like, yeah. And so I was like, shit, that, that was nerve wracking. Cause like, you know, we didn't know anything. We didn't hear anything. We didn't know what was going on, but all I was told is we were on the roster. I was like, all right, we're here. <laughs> yeah. As long as you make it at the end of the day. Right. Who cares? Oh my gosh. That shit was like crazy. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I hate that stuff. <laughs> like I love, I love pressure and everything, but that's just a whole different atmosphere. Like right. I mean, that's my first, first shot at professional, you know? Yeah. So Plattsburgh Thunderbirds. Is that what you're on? Yeah, that's where that's where we're at right now. So yeah, it's been nice. a weird. It's been a, a like interesting situation, I'll say. So what what is life as an Empire League player like? Like, it's, oh my god, it's not the Frontier League. It's not the Atlantic League. You're not getting a, a big monthly stipend. Uh, do you yeah. guys get anything? Well, we were uh, from what I mean. I'm not trying to bash this league, but from what I was told, you know, I went on, online. I saw that we were supposed to. And I know a lot of guys had anticipated that, but I don't know. I'm assuming it's probably because of COVID or something that, you know, they don't have much money in, but I, um, I mean, I know we have not gotten paid yet, which is, which is you know, it's, it's hard. Um, Cause I, I, I ended up finding like, as soon as I kind of like was trying to understand, maybe we weren't going to get paid. I found a part-time job out here in the mornings, uh, a really good guy I met. His name's Randy. Um, really nice guy. So I, I work in the mornings and I make you know good cash. So it's not like I'm stressing on money. But yeah, we haven't got we haven't got any stipends yet or anything. And then um, I know living situation was weird at first uh, for some guys. Uh, they were uh, you know uh, like uh, they were staying at this thing called the KFC or the compound at Tupper Lake. Um, and then. But some some people, you know, for Plattsburgh, since we're an hour from there, um, I know they were actively looking for a place to live down here for some guys. So me and my friend Corey Howard, uh, he he, uh, you don't know him. He's a he's a really good guy. He's twenty five. He's a left handed pitcher as well. Um, he just started pitching actually uh, because he was a hitter in college, big D one hitter, and um, switched to uh, pitching. But you know, we, I, I roomed with him one day, we got an Airbnb after that, that spring training thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then, then the next day was our game. So we went to Plattsburgh and me and we're like, shit, we can't be spending money on this stuff, like, <laughs> you know, places to live. And then right. luckily, uh, I met this guy named Josh, uh, literally our age, um, 23 and, um, well, of course 25, but anyway, um, but yeah, 23 and he's at the game, you know, in Plattsburgh and he was like, yeah, if anyone needs a place to, you know, stay. And I was, and me and Corey were like, Oh my gosh. Like, yes, that's, that's <laughs> so he, clutch. He let us live there. He's like, we're like, I'm still here. For, you know, he's letting us chill here for free. And, you know, I mean, to show my gratitude and, you know, I, love, I, I clean up and I, mean, I do everything. Cause like, you know, I, I mean, I can't be more appreciative. Like his mom, you know, like I, it's like, I, I'd say I just made a big family out here essentially like Josh mm-hmm. and his family. Like his mom is like, I call her my second mom out here. Like she's been helping me out so much. Like I can't be more grateful for that. And then I know the other guys on my team, they, uh, the owners eventually found them a spot right, like right down the road from me. So they chill there. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been an interesting process, man. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I'm pretty surprised because you guys play at the SUNY Plattsburgh field, right? No, we don't even play at that college. We play at, um, 
it's like three minutes uh uh, uh right right from this house uh, where i'm at right now it's a uh, it's it's this uh, old park that has a lot of history to it like a lot of yankees guys actually played here oh really um yeah like the the whole field's three it's like may uh it's supposed to replicate from uh the single a or original yankee stadium or whatever oh really um, you know what the field's called no uh i really don't to be honest I'll have to it's, in, it it's in lion mountain that's all i know it's in lion mountain near plattsburgh new york or in plattsburgh new york um but yeah, it's, 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 it, uh, I mean, the field's beautiful. It's a really mm-hmm. nice field. I know the mound is a little, it's like a flat ground almost. Like it's not like a, you know, big professional mound. The, the best right. mound here is in Tupper Lake. They make that like super official professional here. It's like, so it is, it, it's a harder, it's a little harder to pitch off and you're not going to get all your velocity there because you're, you know, it's a, it's essentially a flat, flat ground, but I mean, it's still a really beautiful field. Like I, I don't mind it there, you know? Right. Yeah. I'm, I was, Thinking because I, I saw on the website that they they at least used to play at the SUNY Plattsburgh field. I was a little surprised that maybe they didn't set you guys up in the dorms there for the summer. That's thought, what we that's what we that would have been have a, like a great summer housing option there, having the college or the state college right there to set you guys up there. I'm sure right. uh, they they probably did do that in past years, but just as a COVID thing, I'm sure they couldn't do that. It, I know something because of COVID, they were having issues with like living situations. Yeah, because um, people like are I, reluctant to take in, you know, host families are reluctant to take guys in. Right. Kind of messes everything up. It's good that you found one, though. Yeah, I mean, J- Josh can have been a better person than me. Like, um, mm-hmm. we just we just celebrated his little brother's little birth or his brother's birthday, which oh, is a, cool. he's not little. I mean, he's twenty now but uh yeah little, little compared to us right yeah but uh yeah i mean it's uh it, it was interesting to say the least and then i mean i get with the money situation because the umpires you know they, they take a big chunk of that probably that cash but right um so i know it's probably a harder money issue right now going on but it, i mean the, the look the way i look at this situation like i'm not mad at anything um you know i'm, I'm sure some people get annoyed by it but the, the way I look at it is because my cousin um, used to play in the, you know, hockey, like he, he played a couple games with the Rangers. Oh. Um, yeah. And, and I talked to him about some of this stuff, like in his mindset and he was like, dude, this is essentially paying your dues. And I was like, yeah, I, I like that idea. Like, so it was like my whole life I had to work for everything. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't get, I didn't get anything happening to me, nor did I want it. And I love working hard for what I have. So I look at this as paying my dues and I'm doing, you know, I, you know, it's, it's an interesting situation, but you make it work. And then when you keep moving up, you know, it only gets better from that point on. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's part of the grind of being a professional baseball player. We look at, at minor leaguers, even at the double a level, you know, they're still not getting like housing provided right. and they're like, still not getting properly cared for. So like, you know, it's, you're going to have to deal with it when you get there. So, you know, like look at Juan Soto. I just saw a thing from him. You said like, he was sleeping on an air mattress in double A yeah. and the coach was like, we can't have you sleep. You need to sleep on a bed. And he was like, he's like, I'll be out of here soon. And seven days later he got <laughs> called up. But like, that's like, that's how it is. Like it's a grind, but it's, yeah. I mean, it's paying your dues. And I love the fact that you have to do that. Cause like nothing should be handed to anybody. You get to work. Right. For it, you know, right. I mean, if, if you're going to be a major league baseball player, you, you got to be the best in the world and to be the best in the world, you got to grind for a long time. Right. Exactly. That's how it is for any sports. That's why yeah. I don't care about it. It's, it's an interesting experience and I love it because. Yeah. Of and, and, you know, not everybody is cut out for that and not everybody can handle that, but, but when you just love baseball, man, it's, you know, getting to extend that baseball career beyond your last day of college baseball is, is just, it's so worth it. Right. 
Right. And I know you're going to, you know, you want to do this too. And you're going to like, it's, 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 but like, you know, it's a different mindset. So, I mean, it's, it's, but I mean, it's, it's very nice. Like I can't complain. Yeah. So empire league this summer, mm-hmm. what's the plans moving forward next summer? What are you looking to do this off season? I, what are you going to do to get there? So, like I said, uh, before we went on, um, I met like the way I look at it is pay my dues. And then I met some good guys down here who, um, that, that baseball performance center in New Jersey, that's where, uh, let Mike Adams, he famously got signed this past January to, uh, the single A for the Phillies. Uh, I think he was in high A, um, at 26, like literally didn't have any professional experience before this. I know he was a scout for a little bit, but, um, I tried to get him actually on my podcast, but he, uh, didn't cut or he didn't answer that yet. But, uh, he, um, after Jan- or what I'm trying to say is, uh, he just got called up to like triple A. So like, at 26 went from a high A to triple A like immediately. Cause he throws like 97, 98, mm-hmm. but like he, he created this center out in New Jersey called baseball foreign center. I actually met like Chase Petty who just got drafted. I know he works out there. Yep. Um, and then these, my two friends on the team, they work out there and uh, they hooked me up with like, you know, going out there. So, um, so I mean, my mindset right now is as soon as the season ends, I'll probably take like, you know, I don't know if I'll take all of August off, not, no, I won't take all of August off. Probably like a week. Right. Like, you know, oh, yes. yeah, just no throwing again. Um, but like, I'll still work out and whatnot, get bigger and whatnot. I mean, the goal is to get bigger. I want to hit 210. I don't know how that's possible because I'm, I'm on any five now. So I, I'll be, I, you know, but I want to get there. I, you know, I have a trainer, a physical therapist slash trainer. I met her at, when I was at Penn State Hazleton and then Penn State, I communicated with her, you know, while I was up there. Um, and then we still always stay in contact. So I have her. So, you know, we're going through a plan for me to, you know, get stronger and better um, and prevent injuries. And then um, I have a, my cousin's a yoga certified yoga instructor. So she helps nice. me with the getting flexibility yeah, and flexibility is uh, huge. Yeah. And, and like mindset training, like, you know, not to overthinking it, you know, right. get crazy about any situation. And then, uh, so yeah, I'm doing that stuff. I want to go out to that performance center. Cause I know like at my height, I'm six foot one ninety five. I should be, uh, throwing, you know, I could definitely be hitting over nine right now. There's something in the mechanics that I'm clearly not doing right. I've been working every cent, every, every outing so far I've had out here. I, it's definitely not smart because it's probably not helping me at all, but I like it because I'm developing myself. I've been having new mechanics like every time, like just seeing mm-hmm. what works and what doesn't work. Right. Um, because I, at that trial, I mean, I don't know if you remember, I had like pretty weird, funky mechanics. So it was yeah. something I tried out. And then um, now I'm le- learning some new stuff. I like learning a hip hinge. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. That helps yeah. out a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but that's, so when I do this off season, uh, you know, go there. I mean, the goal, like I said, is the, I want, I, I, I know it's a pretty crazy goal, but the goal is to hit 90, 93 consistently. Like, like at, from this point on, I want to be known as baseball's most efficient pitcher. Like that's my mindset. Like, mm. I don't care how I'm going to get it. I don't like the, if I, the goal is to get there and, you know, Greg Maddox, you know, did it with throwing slow, but I mean, I want to throw like decent and, uh, and, you know, work my ass off. So if, you know, I won't, my mindset is I won't be here next year. I don't want to be here next right. year. I want to keep advancing. Um, I mean, that's the goal here. They want to get you out as quick as possible. So, right. um, you know, if I can, my, I want to get hopefully signed next year. I don't know how that's possible. If I do throw 993, I'll be 24 by that point. I think it's a very good shot. If I prove I can throw strikes. Um, and you know, consistently and everything is an out pitch. I have four or five pitches that I'm more, that I have that are all really good pitches. And, but you know, who knows, but I mean, if I have to, you know, pitch in the frontier or Atlantic or somewhere like for an outing or whatever, to, or wh- however long I'll do that too. I mean, 
right. the goal is I keep moving up. Like I do not want, like, I don't want to take a step down. I want, I want to, you know, keep moving up. Cause that's my mindset right. with all that. It I'll, I'll say this. It, it sounds like before this season, you were kind of, you know, you said you were working on your own. You did a, a eight week throwing program that you just found, you know, and now it sounds like you got a good team around you. You know, you got your yoga person, you got your trainer, you got your guys mm-hmm. in that facility. And, and, you know, maybe, you know, so far it hasn't clicked beyond the, the 86, 87. Once you get yeah. that team going for you, man, that's going to make a difference. That's going to be a, a total difference maker for you. And that might be that little click that you need, you know, to get right. up to that 9093. I, I wouldn't say it's crazy, man. I don't think yeah, that that's an unrealistic I, goal. I think that, that with the team that you got and the work ethic that you got, I, I fully expect to see it. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. And I, I, I don't know. I mean, who knows how, I don't know how that's, you know, how it's possible. Cause I don't know how many realistically, how many uh, miles per hour you can gain in a year. I, I know it's probably not that much like three to five, but my mindset is I don't care what anyone has done in the past. Like I'm creating my own, my own right. you know, road. So I don't give a shit. Like I'm going to do it. Like I'll be the first one to prove I can, you know, gain 10 miles an hour and it'd be like, Oh my gosh. I mean, but like, right. that's my mindset, like go big or go home almost. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's the journey I do. Uh, I mean, it, you're right. I mean, from this year to, I mean, it's cool to put that in perspective from last year to this year, like, you know, I'm creating more of a team, like my entourage, like who's in my entourage. Yeah. I'm, like that show entourage. That's, ever since I seen that show, I was like, how the hell, like, who's my entourage? Yeah, I so I, <laughs> yeah you need, like, it's like the coolest thing. Like I, like I legit made a vision board two years ago uh, and like all these things I want to accomplish. And um, I mean, obviously baseball is up there. Like that's my mindset all the time. And um so I do all that, you know, and I, and I do have on there, who is my, who is my entourage. So I've been building that slowly, but it's, it, it's been cool. So, I mean, you never know what's going to happen in the next year. So that, that's what I, you know, like to think of and, you know, just keep going for it. Cause I mean, look, I mean, and also outside of baseball, it's not like I don't do anything else. Like I know there's people who just don't do anything else, but like, you right. know, I got my own brand, like, you know, like, yeah. you know, I'll have you on my podcast. Cause I yeah, love, I love it. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I, I, I love it. You're wearing the out on a limb shirt right oh, now. Oh, dude, so you got to get podcast. your own brand shirts. My mindset is why the hell am I wearing it from someone else's brand? I got to rep yeah. my own brand. You um, I'm a walking billboard. That's exactly what I'm doing. Every article of clothing I have, I want it to be out on a limb. That's my mindset. Um, and uh, we just got CSMN shirts uh, like two oh, ago. I got to get some right, more you- of the ones though. <laughs> you buy you buy one for me i'll buy one from you <laughs> all right you gotta do. <laughs> um but yeah i mean dude I, I mean outside of baseball you got like you can't like you i don't know how people do that like i know people who did you know just go focus on baseball saying i'm gonna make it you know what i mean it's not mm. and it's not me saying i'm not gonna make it it's me saying i'm being smart about situations and how i want to you know regardless of how baseball went i always had plans to do other things because right you know, i said you have to have six, seven, you know, six, seven different sorts of income to be, you know, financially stable and not worry yeah. about money. That's my mindset. So I have, so I started the brand uh, last year during COVID because, like I said, with my TV stuff, you know, when I knew that wasn't, that was going to be hard, I was like, right as COVID started, I was like, shit, I got to do something, keep my face fresh on the camera, yeah. create it out, create it out on a limb. Um, and then, uh, yeah, this past, what, not three months i i uh, released the, my brand shirts and my you know hat is up there but uh yeah it's a podcast vlog and then we got the shirts now and they're That's really awesome. comfy i don't know what your quality is but you got to look for the most quality you know 
people love quality and i know i know all these other youtubers and shit that have like 100 percent cotton and stuff yeah, and the, i'm like straight cotton doesn't work for how me. do you like they just do that for because it's cheaper and you know less yeah. money you know people are gonna buy it which pisses me off like when you rep my stuff i want you to wear it knowing that you're gonna be comfortable in it you know what yeah, i mean it has a good message that, that behind makes it. you want to wear it that makes you want to exactly and i'm gonna say this on here because i gotta expose it everywhere inside my sleeve every drop i have is a hidden message every one of my shirts this year my first ever theme is normal sucks be different that's my that's my theme that's um, awesome I love yeah that. and and it's hidden in my shirt and every every year there's gonna be a new unique saying and it's gonna be the theme for that year's clothing um oh, next cool. year i have the next seven years lined up already like i, I oh, love wow. it <laughs> um, ahead, huh? oh i i go i like this is like my, my i love this shit it's like i i, I, I just started talking to the lady who does my stuff. Uh, they're a local company in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania um, called Futuristic Innovative Graphic Designs. I just gave them a shout out because they're so nice to me and helped me out. They made my website for me to help me out with that. Um, but a girl named Ashley helped me with all this stuff. And um, they said that's the first time they ever seen something like that. So the reason why I said on your podcast is I want to get it out there because I, you can't patent it. I looked into that idea. But yeah. um, but I want everyone, you know, when you, if, when you start seeing it on other people's shirts, you're going to see it came from me. And that's my mindset. <laughs> Go ahead and, and drop the website name right now. What what is it? Uh it's shop.outonalimbofficial.com. It's a longer name. Uh and then the main website is outonalimbofficial.com. The reason why it's longer is cuz when I went to GoDaddy to go purchase outonalimb.com, uh it was 40k plus $17 per month. Uh wow. and then with outonalimbofficial.com, it was $1. <laughs> So yeah, I was like, I'll, I'll take the one dollar over that. <laughs> like, I, the only reason why I ever thought about doing that is because uh, Donald Trump. I heard a story about him back in the day. Someone, because you know, people buy websites to, in hopes that you yeah, know they, someone they bought flip the domain names like that. Exactly. Like uh, it's it's smart, but someone bought Donald Trump thinking he eventually have a website, and so when he went to go do it. DonaldTrump.com was going to be a lot of money, so he put real Donald Trump and <laughs> said, yeah. "Screw that guy." <laughs> yeah, that's that's what you got to do if somebody's going to try and, and block you for your name. I remember when, uh, what was it, like a year ago, the, the NHL announced a new team in Seattle. And immediately people were hopping on Twitter and taking yeah. at Seattle Krakens as yeah. the, the username before they got a chance to. They're like, all right. And then they're, they're tweeting out and they're like, all right, how much are you going to pay me for the, the at? That's smart. I mean, yeah. good for people being proactive like that. That's Especially hilarious. Like, because, you know, a, a lot of people are probably thinking it. So if you're the one quick enough to actually get it, good for you. You deserve it. Yeah. Those, yeah. I mean, it's, it's screw. I mean, shame on the marketing team for not thinking of that prior. Like, and don't even announce the name. Get your shit out yeah, there get, first. Get your app before you announce it. Yeah. Because now you just lost a lot of money <laughs> unless they do something different. Yeah. I, I think it's really good to hear that you got other things going on though. Cause like even yeah. you get guys in the major leagues, like Randy Dobnak of the twins, dude was an Uber driver or yeah. John means from the Orioles threw a no hitter this year would have been an all-star if he didn't get hurt. Dude had mm -hmm. a LinkedIn page made ready to, to, you know, for if he ever had to leave baseball, like he, you, he have jobs you, lined up. You gotta be proactive. So, I mean, that's just the one thing. Like I'm also get, I'm also into real estate. I haven't officially bought like a house yet to, you know, start renting, but like mm -hmm. once I, I'm getting in that process, I have a business that I want done before 30, um, uh, out at Penn state. I want to do it. Um, but then I have like, I, I uh, what's the other thing I want to get in some modeling and acting stuff. And obviously, um, like I want to be in a fast and furious movie before yeah, that, that series that. ends 10 or 11. I'm getting in there. I don't care how small of a role it is. 
As long as my face is on that screen and I got a role in it, that's all matters. I love yeah, that franchise. Even, even if you're like extra number 62, at least you were in it. Yeah, exactly. And like, uh, like John Cena follows me on Twitter. So like, I'm going to say really? the boys. Yeah. I don't uh, know how he does, but he probably just followed a bunch of random guys. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, Jose Bautista follows me. <laughs> does he? Yeah. He follows me too. Joey. Yeah, he follows, Cause he follows like 16,000 people. He follows a fuck ton of people. And then, um, and then what is it? And then, yeah. And then obviously my major, like, you know, I work with like ESPN and Fox sports in the off season. Um, but I'm trying to get in the studio and like work my way up on the TV. Cause I mean, you gotta be proactive with that stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah having multiple forms of income, passive income. You mentioned the real estate, all that stuff's really big mm-hmm. um, with all that you're doing. Do you have time to, to follow baseball, watch major league games? Do you, do you play- I do? I, that's my, that's my major dude. I have to follow yeah. sports. So I follow sports constantly. It's everything's on notifications. And then I, I'll see highlights or I'll watch the games. So you know, I, I, always do that I know you're a, a Pennsylvania guy. So are you a Phillies or Pirates guy or all, a all fan Philly of fan. Philly all Philly fan? All Philly fan. Yeah. <laughs> funny, just, it's funny. They, I, I'm sorry. Uh, the Eagles, when they when they were you know talking about trading Carson Wentz or whatever, I freaked out on Twitter because I was like upset about it. Freaking CBS Philly picked up the article or picked up my tweet and <laughs> put in their article saying like I'm not a fan anymore and oh. or I don't I don't want to be a fan anymore and um. And they, I mean, they didn't ask for permission or anything, but I think that's, a, I think it's public knowledge. So it's okay. Cause, um, but, but yeah, I tweeted to them and said that it's a, a completely okay. Now I'm a fan again. I just needed to kind of <laughs> cool down. Cause I like Jalen Hurts, but anyway, keep yeah. going. Well, I, I just went to citizens bank park for the first time a couple of weeks ago. No shit. How'd you like yeah. it? I, oh, it was fantastic. It was beautiful. It's a beautiful stadium. Yeah. I went and I saw the Padres play the Phillies. Uh, I think it was oh. July 3rd, July 2nd or 3rd. I went with Tatis. Yeah, Tatis, Manny Machado hit a home run. Bryce Harper yeah. hit a home run. Those are were my, probably my two favorite players growing up. So to get to see both of them hit home runs in the same game was was exciting. <laughs> my little brother's obsessed with Gene Segura's walk up song now. It's like all he listens to because he likes. Is it a it. Spanish song? Yeah, it is. It's called okay. Bote, uh, and he loves it. <laughs> but you know what, dude? In this league, there's a lot of guys who got cut from affiliated ball, like rookies, like. It's a lot of guys who signed the Dominican leagues or wherever, like at 16. And so when they went to these facilities, like they, you know, they're repping all their merch. Like we got uh, my boy Hanley from the Blue Jays. Someone, uh, my boy Eli's from the Dodgers. There's uh, Pedro's from the Pirates. Um, there's a couple, you know, everyone's affiliated, but uh, my boy Hanley has this a song and it's called Singapore. The funny, it's like the coolest beat in the world. And it's a <laughs> Spanish song. <laughs> I bet that's the, the whole place is rocking when he walks up to the dish. Everyone jams out to it, but the, you know, so Hanley's a translator because not some of them don't speak like a lot of them do like got very well with like speaking decent. Eli has, doesn't really speak any English and I have him in one of my vlogs coming up, but, uh, I taught him to say, let's go baby. So he's like, cause he always says vamo, but then he goes, I, he, then he goes, let's go baby. <laughs> <I'm> that kid. <laughs> that's awesome. So uh, how are you feeling about the Phillies in a, a division that's that's fairly wide open? I mean, the Mets are at the top, but besides that, it's been a disappointing division all year. Mm-hmm. How you well, feeling? They're, they're poised to be buyers. They've said that they're going to be buyers mm-hmm. at the deadline. So, uh, it- well, you know what? First off, Phillies, just just sign me already, dude. Like these, these, like they're, <laughs> they they're need bad. the pitching help. They need the bullpen. They, I know. Bullpen, um, I mean. Your bullpen I'm, in in the Empire League's got to be better than the Phillies. <laughs> like my, I, I mean, I've always been a starter, but I mean, look, whatever someone's going to place me, and, and you know, I get there. I mean, you have to do the job. So I mean, I'm not going to be disappointed by anything. But um, but their bullpen, I'm sorry, Phillies, but your, your bullpen is not good. Like mm-hmm. it's been like 
I like Hector Neris on there. Like if, if we watch like, this, this video comes out, you know, when you air it on Sunday and then, you know, I get signed to the Phillies and then they're all Phillies fans are going to hear this and be like, Oh my gosh, you just talk shit on them. But like <laughs> Hector Neris, like why has he been there that long? Like the guy's always like, he has his days here and there. He throws hard, but like he's been there for so long and he does it. And he does, it's the same shit over and over again. The bullpen is just like very frustrating to watch. Like, um, I saw some tweets today from some Phillies guys saying that like they're going to go on a run of the division. They're supposed to win a division based statistically wise by analytic people. But I mean, look, th- anything's possible at this point. I mean, we're second place right now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not stressing on it. I, uh, Noah will get Noah. I mean, he's figuring it out finally. He gets like 10 Ks per there. Noah's a stud. Yeah. Um, he gets like 10 Ks per outing and Zach Wheeler having a Cy Young type of year. Yeah. Uh, and then Zach Eflin, he's, he's bouncing back. It seems like a little bit, cause I have him on my fantasy team, dropped him. And then my friend picked him up. I'm upset by that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the team's great. I mean, I love that whole team. Like, uh, I mean, just everybody, I think that team is very good. The only person they really need to fix is center field. I mean, it's, uh, I think it's Odubel right now. Yeah, but like oh, fun fact. My friend Joe Henry on the team from Venezuela, he's cousin with, jo- uh, Odubel. Really? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. That's so cool. Yes, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's the only thing thing they, you know, if they ever got a stud, because they tried to bring up Mickey Moniak a couple of weeks ago, and Mickey Moniak got drafted the same year I graduated high school, and I, like, I he was number one overall pick, and I saw yeah. that at that point, and I was like, why would they sign him? Like, yes, he, like, he's a contact hitter, but he's also out of high school. Like, why would you do that? Like, he, mm-hmm. like, he got, he played there for a couple of games, and now he's back in the far, or the minor leagues, but, like, so I don't know what their plan is there. Yeah, well, they... I think that the draft strategy generally has, has shifted now from that time to really being college bat heavy, whereas yeah. like the high school guys aren't going as early on. I, I saw a graphic with like a breakdown of where like all the players from this year's draft were taken from. And like the number of high school kids was down, the number of college kids was up. So I, I yeah. think that, you know, a lot of front offices agree with me <clears throat> at that point now. Look, everything's changing, dude. Like I was just talking like uh, the, the scout that I know, um, I talked to him personally one day uh, before I came up here. Um, you know, just I wanted to ask him if that, you know, realistically, like, you know, do it because he saw me pitch and I was like, realistically, you know, what do you think? And, and I was like, he's like, everyone got a shot. You've got to put in the work, go to strikes and whatnot. But uh, I got a topic there. But he, I, I said, I, I personally do feel the like game's changing a little bit mm-hmm. um, because you've seen what three, four guys now get hit in the face. Bryce Harbor got hit in the face earlier. Like all these guys, you know, everyone, every, everybody is goes crazy over freaking fast, you know, velocity, but, but, you know, if they can't control it, then what's the point of doing it? Like, that's just silly to me. And I think the game's changing where it might be in my favor for a guy who's not throwing as hard, but can throw strikes, even though right now, when I get tired, I throw balls, (laughs) but like, (laughs) uh, I mean, for the most part, I've been very consistent. It's just, Mm -hmm. you know, like I said, I'm tired, but, um, that I, that's just conditioning. I got to figure that out. Um, and I will, but, um, Cause we're on our own anyway, you're fighting for yourself up here. I mean, you got, right. you know, I'm learning everything as we go and this most ever pitch and be, you know, you know, back to back or whatever, but anyway, off top again. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, I think the game is changing a little bit where, you know, you're going to see probably still pitching. I hate shifts. I don't know why teams do shift. I hate that stuff. I, I get it for some players, but like majority, like just, just play normal. And but then you're uh, shifting in the all-star game in the first inning of the all-star game. Like what the hell is that shit? You saw that? <laughs> It's an exhibition like, game. Leave it alone. That's insane. It's ridiculous. And he got out because of it. It was a, yeah, it would have been, a been right, yeah. in the, right in the 3-4 hole there. Yeah, and, it, like, it's ridiculous. So shifting is, I don't know, like, but I do think the game is switching a little bit. I, I think home runs, in my opinion, even though 
it looks like it's still being consistent, even though MLB said they stopped juicing the balls or whatever, even though they denied it at first. And then they kind of already accepted that they did do it and fixed it. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think you're eventually going to see it go back to small ball a little bit, which I would like to see too. I like, I like, you know, hit and runs, bunting, like do, do like fun stuff. Like I know people, I know I get this a business, everything revolves around money and whatnot, but like make, you know, true baseball fans will get it. And they, that's interesting to me. Yeah, that's the thing is that they they make all these rule changes to try mm-hmm. and like attract a new audience, but it alienates the current audience. It alienates right. the people who just love baseball to you know to try and go what you know grab some NBA fans to watch some baseball games. Like I don't know, that's exactly a, not the right approach it's, to me. It's silly. Um, and then I mean, you get then you got like the home run derby, which I hated that they changed it from. Uh, 10 outs to the time stuff but you know, i've, I've got some thoughts on the home run derby that are also going to be in this episode that that oh, okay if, if you if you feel that way i think you might like well yeah but because it should bring it back to that but i mean and then they i i do think they juice the baseball 100 but i mean people on killed it you can't but like i think next year it's gonna be i think i'm gonna say i'm calling it on this podcast right now next year will be the most watched home run derby ever because Pete alonzo after that you know, his press conference said that he's the best uh, power hitter on the planet. So you're going to see the likes of Aaron Judge and probably like Bryce Harper, Stan, mm-hmm. you know, Vlad Guerrero, like every power hitter that's top notch right now. You're going to see those guys try to compete that next year. And you that's going to be interesting. Uh, I, I think I'll, I'll just share my idea right now with you then. It seems like <laughs> on the same page. So so here's what I want to see. All right. I want to see the dudes won back to back years. I want to mm-hmm. see next year get hyped up as like a king of the court. Come challenge, yes. come challenge the champ. Eight guys get to challenge the champ. Come get this trophy. I'm the champ. I'm the best at this. I was born for this. Come get it. That's what's yes. going to get Stanton in there. That's what's going to get Judge in there. Do That's it, what's like, going to get the big names. I mean, you saw what Judge did when he though. Make it like yeah. a like, you know the way that you you come and get the champ. You saw you saw what Judge did when he performed. Dude, dude hit every freaking ball out. Like it was insane. Yeah, it's it's like it's the most marketable event in baseball. I think you can it's have better, so much fun with it. It's better than the Pro Bowl because the Pro Bowl stopped doing their cool competitions and they went to really stupid, dumb idea competitions. It's yeah. better than the NBA All Star competition. Besides the three pointer, three pointer is the only thing interesting because dumb yeah. they, they don't do right anymore and it's just annoying. So I mean, it's the best. It's the best skills. And then NHL. I mean, NHL is just. Uh, lower level you know a lot, of, a lot of people watch as much as those but uh i mean there's those ghost competitions are pretty cool yeah i i think it's such a marketable event where you you make that world series trophy like a ufc belt where you got a champion and the champion does it you know mm-hmm. let's say let's say aaron judge does it and and dethrones alonzo next year then yeah. year after that eight guys get to challenge aaron judge for the title That'd you know and you, you do that like year after year and that's how you're mm-hmm. gonna get you're going to get your, your power you viewers. You make it mean something. And you know what? Give, you know, they give a million dollars right now to the, to the winner. Some, you know, certain guys don't care about a million dollars for, you know, Giancarlo mm-hmm. Stan, uh, he's, he's going to, you know, he drops a million dollars on the street. He doesn't care. They can't <laughs> give, do a million dollars to the winner, million dollars to a charity of their choice. That'll get, yes. Cause you get to, you get to give money to a cause. If you win, you're fighting. Exactly. Them, even if the exactly. million doesn't mean something to you. Exactly. Oh, and, um, we're getting. Like, I'm gonna get really off topic here really quick because you mentioned charity. Um, I there's a brand that uh, called Action Over Words that um, I'm collabing with. Uh, I met him in that fe- from Futuristic because um, I saw his stuff being made when I go, went to go watch my shirts being made. And I saw his stuff and I love the message. 
We're collabing on a hoodie coming out in September. I'm going to get the local news involved. I'm getting it on my podcast and blog. Um, I'm going to spread it a lot, but it's a collab hoodie. It's going to be really sick. Um, we're in talks of making it and figuring it out now. Um, and then we're figuring out the charity right now currently as well. But uh, all the proceeds will be going to charity from that hoodie. So I'm expecting that to oh, be really awesome. big. When, yeah. when you drop that, let me know and we'll get it out on all our social medias too. That's awesome. Oh, I appreciate it. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get that out everywhere for you. Yeah. And we'll, we'll collab on something for the Posse Down yeah, Line too. Definitely. We should. <laughs> yeah. yeah but, but yeah, sorry. I got off topic quickly. No, you're, sure you're good. I, I love that. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I enjoy that you plugged that actually because that's pretty cool. Yeah, I appreciate that. I would, I would, I would love to do stuff like that uh, ourselves here when we get a little bigger audience. Right. I mean, look, the the way my mindset is, I want to be not like Con- Conor McGregor didn't get big until what twenty four, twenty five, and now he's you know multi gazillionaire, a millionaire. But um, but you know, like my mindset is like yes, fame is cool and everything, but I want to be a name in this world, like a you know, well, like household name for the right reasons though. And I did everything the right way. And like, I want to serve as like a role model inspiration, like help people and give back. Like, and like, you know, like I love baseball and then my brand stuff all pop off. And like, you know, when you see when like the, how the rocks well known or any, you know, the undertaker, or, I mean, you know, freaking Barry Bonds, anything like I want that type of name, just, but I want to be for the right reasons and help people. Right. Because I think that's the coolest thing to give back. Like I legit have a list of people to give back to in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when I, and it's always growing, like Josh and that, him and his family are, he's on there. Right. But like, I always want to give back because, you know, you, I can never, you don't want to ever like forget the people who helped you, you know? Yeah. And, you know, in the end, having that mindset and having that approach is only going to help you too. It's only going to make right. you more likable. It's only going to make your brand more likable. It's going to make mm-hmm. people support your brand uh, when they see you doing good things with what comes from that brand. So, right. Yeah. I, that's, that's the way to go. That's the model right there. Yeah, you don't want to be. You don't want to. You don't want to take stuff for granted. I think a lot of people do take that for granted nowadays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so YouTube, you have your stuff on, right? I, it's on YouTube, Spotify, app, anything okay. streaming okay. side. You can think it's, but I, it's out on a limb dash Adam Mikuleshko. So if you type on YouTube, out on a limb dash or out on limb space Adam, like so out on limb Adam, just type that in. It'll be it'll pop first string. It's the, it's the tree logo. So. Oh, cool. I mean, okay. So out on a limb, Adam, that's what you got to look up on YouTube, Instagram, OOAL underscore AM. Like just look up Adam Mikuleshko. I have everything tagged in my, in my profile. Yeah, and, and we're going to have you tagged in, in everything that goes out with this post too. And I'll be posting everything back. Yeah. We'll have you tagged on all that. I thought, so for, for like the first couple weeks of doing this show, like if you looked up like call to the bullpen on Google, yeah, you, know, mm-hmm. you know, other stuff would come up. And then it got to the point where we were posting enough where one day I looked up call to the bullpen and I was like the top five things. That's freaking awesome. Like, I was like, oh, that's cool. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that, they, that's, that's pretty cool. That's, now. I felt like I made it then. You're going to make it. I mean, that's how it, that's how it works. It's cool to see the trends, uh, you know, the progression, like my TikTok or my YouTube short video that I posted the other day of me getting my first professional save. Yeah, you got a ton like, of views on that, right? 12,000 views, dude. Yeah, and like, and now within the last 28 days, I have 16.6 thousand views. I gained 19 subscribers. So it's only grown, but like, wow. it's, it's insane. Like how it's going to catch like wildfire. Like once a couple of subscribers come on, it catches like wildfire. It's just the algorithm. That's how they work it. Yeah. Have you been using TikTok? Uh, I'm getting better with it. I use TikTok, but not consistently, but I know, cause I know you need to post like two to three days uh-huh. uh, or two to three times a day. 
So my ideas with my podcasts that I post and my um, vlogs that I post, I'll clip some of that and put it on there and just, you know, keep, keep running it like that. Um, the podcasts are, uh, you know, it's, it, it's just a lot. Like I still have podcasts that I didn't film from, you know, that I filmed from over a year ago. That I still hadn't put on just because like, it's so time consuming doing all this shit right. by yourself. But I enjoy it. I mean, so it'll, it'll work out. Everyone understands it's my first year doing it all. So it's just, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's a grind and, and I'm lucky enough to have, you know, I've got an editor who mm. I, I send the files to and, and he does all the editing and we've oh, got that's awesome. media guys who do the posts do pay, onto, onto social media pay, for us. Do you pay your, do, do you pay your guys? Do you, None of us are, are making any money from this. Yeah, now I could. Yeah. We're all, we're all just kind of doing it for, for the love of it to try and build it. Um, so, you know, like our, our editors are guys who also. Oh, that's awesome. Them. So we got, you know, I got my podcast and so we got a Yankees podcast. We got a college sports podcast and we're all just kind of, you know, we edit each other's blogs and we, we help each other out with, with all these different things uh, just cause you know, we got our own little network here. So that that's how we act. We, you know, we all, we all help each other out with editing and, and content and uh, they'll hop on my show and I'll hop on theirs. Well, you know what, once it all works out and you guys get paid, it's very rewarding. Yeah. Well, we, uh, monetizing is, is definitely at some point in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just, just growth right now. And, and I, I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying this yet, but we just mentioned TikTok. We, we just made a TikTok account today at Capital Sports <laughs> MN on TikTok. I'll follow it. You got to follow me back. <laughs> that's where the growth is at right now. So, yes. So we TikTok said, you know what? For that stuff. We, we got to do it. We got to hop on TikTok if we're going to grow. Right. Start doing YouTube shorts too. That that stuff is catching like wildfire right now. Yeah. What well, what is what is considered a, a short? How many how many minutes does it have to be? Or is that like a just just clips? Is that just like? Yeah. Um. The YouTube shorts is literally like TikTok, like a couple seconds. I think okay. a minute as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that that our, our TikToks could definitely end up on YouTube as, mm-hmm. as there. But yeah, at Capital Sports MN on TikTok, guys. Uh, and then what 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 are you on TikTok? Uh, what am I? Uh, Adam Nikoleshko and then out on a limb. Uh, probably just out on a limb, Adam again. <laughs> well, out on a limb. We keep mentioning your podcast, but like, what kind? What kind of stuff you talk about on there? Uh, literally anything, dude. Anything, I I, I started. People thought it was just sports at, at first because everyone knows me for you know, like that's what I've graduated in. But it's literally I find people with awesome stories. Um, yeah, and I bring it on. It's you know, guest based podcast. Uh. I, like it was almost like Logan Paul's like what he described it. Like you just bring on cool people with cool stories. And, mm-hmm. um, and you know, like I have, uh, it's just really good connection. I made like a comedian. I had come on, I do segments too. Like I, um, really, I'm going to be doing a trivia. I have a trivia show, uh, episode that I'm doing like a funny one. Mm-hmm. i make that entertaining. And like, I, I did a bachelor segment one time, a bachelor review for a season with oh, the wow. five guys. That was silly. Uh, but nice. yeah, I mean, I bring people with cool stories who come on, um, and, you know, there's like, I reach out to some people. I have some music people I'm trying to get on as well. Uh, like there was one girl, she like, uh, she got really popular on TikTok for one video. Um, but I, I haven't heard from her recently. And so she probably doesn't do it anymore. But she was like 18 during COVID, sold everything apparently and left her family's house and just moved to Hawaii by herself. And she oh was going to come on. She was going to come on my podcast and then she opted out. So God bless her, whoever she's doing. Hopefully she's doing well. <laughs> but like. There's just, you know, if people with cool stories come on, I mean, I like doing that. Like, I like, I gotta make it entertaining. Cause like my, my podcast probably go, you know, hour and a half too. And, right. um, you gotta, you know, you gotta make it entertaining. Cause who's going to want to watch an hour and a half of that. So I break it up right. into clips and 
parts and I'll post the full episode if someone likes to watch that type of stuff. But, you know, it just gets more videos and content out there. Right. Plus, that's just fun to talk to people with cool stories. You know, I mean, you learn so much. It's meeting new people. There's a guy I met. He did um, his name's Coffee Liquor. He's one of my first episodes. He's really sick with editing. He has his own YouTube channel now. He's like pretty big now. But uh, I I still talk to him. He's from Canada. He's Japanese, I think. Um, So we're going to do a collab in in Tokyo. We talked about one time at one point. I want to. He's a great freaking guy. (laughs) Look him up, Coffee Liquor. He has sick edits. That's awesome yeah i think that we are uh we're we're hitting our time here yeah uh, looks like we're coming up on an hour here that's about how long our episodes <laughs> are i but love it i love it we got a whole episode under our belt here but man i w- i would love to have you back on to talk even more uh and you know i'd love to come on yours we've talked about me coming on yours yes so you're we'll going to i have that already scheduled we'll definitely get me on there uh, and you know we're you know we're we're up against the the bar stools and the the Fox Sports and and all that you know trying to you know we're better than that I don't care I yeah. don't care what anyone says we, yeah we, we're like just, our stuff is gonna be big stuff I don't care what anyone yeah says. they just they just gotta hear us that's it once they hear us they're not gonna want to go back to that stuff yeah like like a, like a caller daddy like I I mean good for them for what they've done but like who wants to, like I just get annoyed by hearing that same stuff over and over like everyone's just like. That's their biggest podcast, I believe. But like, I don't yeah. know, some of the, like, every, I mean, it's good for them. I mean, I, I respect their businesses. I mean, I, I love to stay, you know, close to those guys. Like, they're all cool people. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, our stuff is going to be better. I don't care what anyone yeah, says. I, that's my mindset. I like to say that, that we at CSMN are barstool without the bullshit. We're just, <laughs> we're, we're, we're not here to, to do all, all this controversial stuff they do. We're, we're sports fans that want to talk about sports because we love yeah. sports. We're, we're exactly. without the BS and, you know, it's, it's up to guys like us with, with the small podcast trying to make it to help each other grow. And that's what we're doing here. And that's what we're going to keep doing until, until we beat them out. You know, it's all that matters. That's now that will happen. So it's just grows with the name as you grow your, your name, everything else grows with it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm going to give you one last chance to plug the website and the, and the socials real quick. So go ahead and do that. Outonofficial.com shop.outonofficial.com. Adam Mikuleshko and whatever, uh, and then out on a limb, Adam on pretty much everything or O O A L A M. Like just, just t- try, you know, try a bunch of stuff. But like I said, Instagram, just type in my name. I have my stuff plugged in there, and then my YouTube channel and whatnot. And you guys have heard this a million times from me, but it is at Capital Sports MN on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok and capitalsportsmn.com to find all the latest blogs and podcasts from CSMN. Uh, a couple I want you guys to go check out is Kyle Milligan's uh, path forward for the Yankees, to the playoffs. He just dropped that blog. Uh, I personally don't see a path forward for the Yankees to the playoffs until 2022, nope. but Kyle does. <laughs> and you should definitely go read up on what that is. If you're a Yankees fan. And the other one is from Jimmy Harrigan about uh, some possible deadline moves for the Mets. Uh, you know, you, the Mets and Phillies are going to be going back and forth here with these deadline deals. I think the Mets might go grab a third baseman like Josh Donaldson or Chris Bryant. Philly's mm-hmm. going to have to respond there. We'll see what they do. And when they do something, I would like to have you back on to talk about it, bro. We're, you can have me on whenever you want. Whenever your co-host decides to show up, we'll do that too. And then, <laughs> and then, like I said, I'll get you guys on too. That'd be cool. Always cool to you know keep keep uh, close to people that you met, especially you know have a good mindset and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. You just keep helping each other grow here. So yes. 
that is it for episode 19 of Call of the Bullpen. We will see you guys back here next week for the 20th episode. Kind of a big deal there. That's a that is that is a big deal. Yeah. So we'll be back with number 20 next week. A quick shout out to Bobby Lane, my editor, and to Kyle Milligan, our founder here. And a, a massive shout out to you, Adam, for coming on. Uh, it was a great time, man. Yeah, I really appreciate this. Dude. That's really cool. Uh, this is my second podcast now outside of uh, I did one when I was really uh, early on starting this stuff out. So it was way better interview than my last one just because I got more used to it. So I'm, I appreciate it. It was awesome. What's going on, everybody? This is Kyle Milligan, founder of CSMN. Thank you so much for listening today. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Capital Sports MN and find all of our content on our website at CapitalSportsMN.com. Peace out, everyone. God bless.